Hey, what's going on? <laughs> what's going on, everybody? I was just going to say I'm feeling better. Uh, it's Bill Burr. That was a fucking epic. Somebody's got to turn that into a ringtone. Epic cough. That was a minor cough. You know? If fucking, uh, that, what's that fat guy's name? Roger something or other. The guy who does all the, the uh, not really a documentary, the op-ed pieces disguised as, the fuck was his name? Not Roger Ebert. It was Roger and me. Michael Moore. Michael Moore, if he heard that cough, would want to do an interview with me. He works at a mine and they don't pay him right. And now they moved it to Mexico and they don't lock their doors in Canada. Um, anyway, what's going on? How are you? Do you have a nice Thanksgiving? Um. <coughs> oh. um, I obviously spent Thanksgiving alone. Believe it or not, I'm on the other side of this cough. And I'm actually starting to feel good as long as I don't like, you know, scream and yell. I'm now not like coughing like a maniac, but I've been banished. Um, my family doesn't want to see me. I've been in my fucking room in the garage. Uh, Thanksgiving, my family went somewhere else. I dropped them off. They gave me a fucking tray of food. They all wanted me to stay. It was my decision. I'm just being a fucking asshole. Um, I got to see, you know, everybody that I love for like five seconds. And then they gave me like a tray and I went back (coughs) to the house and I watched, uh, I watched fucking, um, the hell did I watch? I watched the football game. Who did I pick? I had the giants getting 10 points. That worked out good. Do you know what my fucking buddy did to me today? I got money on the Falcons. In the first half, he texts me, hey, your Falcons, your Falcons bet is looking good. It's like, what the fuck are you doing? Why don't you just tell me my car's running great? Guess what? The Falcons end up shit in the bed. They're right down there on the fucking goal line. I didn't even see the game, but I imagine the, the commanders. I like how they pick commanders so they could still have and chiefs. They should call themselves commanders and chiefs. You know what I mean? Just to see if they get in trouble again. The commanders probably went to a prevent defense, gave the Falcons four shot at, at the fucking end zone, and that they couldn't fucking put it in. They actually did to win the fucking game because the commanders were nice enough to miss an extra point. And it just fucking, it's just like, what would the Falcons be doing if they weren't in charge of their own destiny and then absolutely shitting the bed? Like week after week, year after fucking year. <clears throat> so anyway, um, yeah, I just been fucking staying home. I haven't done any stand up. I was like not talking, believe it or not. Oh, my wife was enjoying the hell out of that. Oh my God. She was laughing. She was just coming up to me and she goes, I think you're a fucking douche. She was like, getting in my face, it was cracking me up. And then I would have a coughing fit. And uh, she would laugh at me. But she was, she's been great. Making me the hot tea with the fucking lemon and all of that shit. So um, I feel like, um, I don't know, like another couple of days and I should be right as rain, whatever the fuck this is. This has been a fucking a two and a half. I mean, it doesn't help that I'm out there screaming my act for an hour and 20 minutes. It's probably not what you want to do when you have a cough. 
you know? Um, but that's what I was doing. So anyway, uh, so that was my Thanksgiving. And then I, when I was waiting for my family to come home, I went on the Criterion channel. <clears throat> they had all this 80s horror. And I watched the first half of a movie that I've not seen since it came out on cable like 40 years ago. I watched Cat People. Um, bunch of great actors in it. It's kind of a slow-moving movie, but it's got a great soundtrack with David Bowie. Brazil and Whatever the fuck the song is. Something about cats. Um, but, uh, yeah, that was my Thanksgiving. Uh, Thanksgiving. Um, so I hope you guys had a good one. I hope you weren't fucking sick like I was. Something going on out here. Uh, something going around, man. I don't know what it is, but I fucking caught it big time. So uh, I am on the other side of it. Um, and that's it. I don't know what else to tell you. I haven't been fucking working out. Can't go to the gym. But I'm going to get back there on Tuesday. Excited about that. And uh, what else do I got going on? Oh, I'll tell you what I did watch. I watched I watched the game. The Michigan Wolverines versus the Ohio State Buckeyes. <coughs> Arguably the biggest rivalry in uh, all of sports, at least in America, I think. Um, how far back it goes. How much each side fucking hates each other. And uh, Michigan looking to win back-to-back years for the first time in I don't know how long. And uh, I had a bad feeling going in. I was just like, I just feel like Ohio State's going to get him. And I'm watching in the first half. Michigan couldn't run the ball. Ohio State's defense looked great um, initially. And I was like, oh, this isn't good, you know, because their running back, star running back got hurt last week. And I was going, oh, fuck. It just felt like their day. And then all of a sudden, they just went to the fucking air because um, that was Ohio State's game. They were basically like, you're not going to beat us with the run. We're taking away what you do. And we're going to make you play the game that we play, (coughs) which is more of an, I guess, an airborne. They throw the ball more, I guess. I don't know. I didn't watch Ohio State this year. And evidently, Michigan goes to the air. Gets a fucking 75-yard touchdown. And then got like a fucking 50-something-yard or 40-something-yard touchdown and a 35-yard touchdown. They burned them three times on long plays. They even went for it and had a... I don't know if they went for it, but they had a fucking running back do a jump pass. If he led the receiver, that would have been a touchdown. Um, They just fucking beat him at their own game. And then after the half... You know, after they got burned on the third fucking pass, Ohio State had to start respecting their passing game, and then Michigan went to the run, and then that was it. They just took over the game and just fucking, they just, you know, uh, it's that's a really different Ohio State team. They played really, really uh, undisciplined. Like that stupid fucking headbutt out of bounds. I did not see Ohio State teams doing that you know, when Urban Meyer was there. And uh, I'm sure Ohio State fans are bitching about their coach. So I feel like he's got one more year to uh, get those kids to fucking listen to him because um, they gave Michigan a lot, a lot of lot of stuff. And, you know, as much as they got called for a bunch of pass interferences, they kind of all were. Um, I think there was one soft. There's always a soft one or whatever, but I was looking for the makeup call and it never fucking came. 
Michigan just played fucking great, so congratulations to them. <coughs> Such a great game, and then next year's game will be in the big house. I went to that game in like 1999 or 2000, long fucking time ago. Um, and I didn't even understand how big it was then, but uh, whenever I see the highlights of the game, I'm so fucking psyched that I actually got to go to the game. So, um, I don't know, 100,000 Ohio State fans went home not fucking happy. And uh, that's why that program's great because everybody's gonna, they're all gonna fucking hear about it and they're gonna have to, they're gonna have to fix this thing. Um, But congratulations to Michigan. I'm a Wolverines fan because I have family out there and everything. So I was, you know, it was a really fucking good game through about two and a half quarters as far as kind of going back and forth and like, you know, but I root that Ohio State in the first half. First, by quarter and a half, I was like, eh, it feels like their day. Then all of a sudden, I was like, hey, Michigan's kind of hanging around. I'm like, nah, they're not going to take over this game, are they? I'm just so used to, like, fucking losing all of those fucking years, those Urban Meyer years. Jesus Christ. Um, hadn't won in Ohio State since the year 2000, so um, it's a weird rivalry, though. If you look up the history of it, it's just like, never seems to go like back and forth, back and forth. It always just seems like, and then Michigan had a great team for seven years and Ohio State had one for 10 years, these guys nine years. So, but I feel like this has been like the, I'd have to look it up for probably the longest run of domination. I want to say Michigan's only won one or two times prior to last year, this whole century. So it was a bad fucking, it's a bad time. Um, anyway, but how about this? 10 minutes in, I've only coughed twice. Um, and I did go to the doctor and I did finally get some antibiotics. Um, so that is, that has been good. Um, anyway, took the kids to go see Santa Claus today. Um, that was a good thing. It's funny. My son was excited to see him until he got close to him. And then was, he didn't cry or nothing, but he's just like, no, nah, no, nah, I don't want to go over there. I don't want to go over there. He sees a fucking riot. He's really, really funny. Like, strong like he's really putting together all the words now we were kind of walking around the mall i'm like all right buddy let's go this way he's like no no this way and i'm like no we're going this way then he crosses his arm and he goes "Mm," starts walking the same way um and then his sister when he gets really mad he has a little bit of a temper wonder where he got that from when he starts flipping out about something my daughter just literally falls on the ground laughing watching him lose his shit and um of course, Nia thinks that's hilarious. I think it's hilarious too, but Nia's laughing at it because she, you know, sees my temper and thinks it's ridiculous, which it is, or whatever. So anyway, um, I feel good, you know. I went up and I uh, pre-flighted the helicopter and everything, so I'm gonna go fly tomorrow. Very excited to do that. <coughs> Fucking Kamala Harris was out here the whole weekend, so where I wanted to fly was this big fucking TFR, which is a temporary flight restriction. You can't fly over a current vice president or president or whatever. Um, And you always check those because you don't want to be the jerk off that flies in there on your little weekend fucking warrior flight. And next thing you know, you get, I don't wonder what you would get intercepted with, with if you're in a helicopter, you would think they would send a helicopter up there. That's when you're just like, oh man, they're going to cut my license in half. So um, 
but like with all the fucking games and everything, you know, the, the football games, college football games, the Rams game. I think the Rams are home. This I'm not sure. Um, or USC at least had a game. And then Kamala Harris is just these big red fucking circles, you know, and Disneyland always has one. They somehow slipped that in there. So it's just like, eh, you know what? I don't feel good anyway. I'll just fucking take the weekend off. But uh, tomorrow I'm going to have a nice flight. Maybe take a buddy up or something like that. Um, other than that, I played a bunch of drums while I was sick. Um, I'm working on... Uh, <coughs> I'm working on like freeing myself up on the drums the way I, I, I worked on that as a comedian and I didn't know how to do it. And I've, I've been going to this guy's website, J.P. Bouvet, I think is how you say his last name. Um, and he has a couple of fucking, a bunch of courses on uh, flow mode, as he calls it. And uh, he had this one on just a simple lick, just right, left kick and moving that thing around and accents and all that shit. And all of a sudden, all these rhythms you know, playing basically a three against four. I know this is drum nerd shit, but it's fucking exciting to me. Um, as I try to type in my fucking password here to read some of the questions. Um, oh my God, this fucking guy, this fucking guy, this lunatic driver. I was taking my kids out, taking my daughter out to go get an ice cream and this fucking lunatic, we're all going like fucking eight miles an hour and this guy comes up, on, and passes us all on the right, doing like 30 miles an hour, 40 miles an hour. And he gets in the right turning lane and then cuts back in. And uh, we get up to the next light, and I'm seeing, you know, the guy in the fucking passenger seat has his arm out like, you know, the window's open like four inches, and he's got like a fucking cigarette hanging out. And um, I was just looking at him like, Jesus fucking Christ, don't you realize... It's like they don't. They're just kids. They don't get it. <coughs> I'm like, this fucking guy, the damage he could have done. And I'm telling you as a parent, like, I never knew it because we used to drive like idiots when I was a kid. So I can only get so fucking mad. It's like, you fucking young asshole. How dare you do what the fuck I was doing when I was your age? Um, but like, uh, you know, it's funny. You, t- you, you turn into a superhero in your murderous fantasies. Where I literally got out, walked around his car, punched through his window, and pulled him out of the car. The seatbelt just broke. This, of course, this is just a fantasy. Uh, I beat him to a pulp. He had a fucking Glock in his belt, and then I stuck it in the other guy's fucking face. And I, I like that's where my head went. <laughs> <coughs> what really happened? I waited till the light turned green and then I beeped at him and made a right. That's basically what happened. You know, you know, that shit only works in the fucking movies. Um, but that's another reason not to be taking testosterone supplements in your 50s. All of these fucking guys in my generation now where they, they got them all chasing this testosterone. It's like, you're not, like, let nature take its course. Okay, nature isn't wrong. And you're not going to fool nature. You're not going to make nature like your body. Oh, wait a minute. Am I 18 and you're going to live longer? I I think all of that stuff is fucking insane. And I don't understand why in your 50s 
you would want to go around with the testosterone of a fucking 21-year-old. It just, it doesn't make sense. Because now you're going to be in your head, you're going to be fucking Jason Bourne, but you're walking around and you're in your 50s. And you know what? If I was taking that testosterone, I would have got out of the car thinking I could have punched through his window and pulled him out. I would have got my shit kicked out of me. If I can stress anything to young people, there's nothing wrong with being old. There's nothing wrong with the aging process. It's actually, everything is about it is fucking amazing if you just let it happen. I mean, I'm not saying like let yourself go, you know, sit in the fucking sun baking without, you know, any sunblock on and fucking eating a fucking, you know, goddamn lava cake. I'm not saying that. Obviously, take care of yourself, but like uh, these fucking weirdos, man. They're Lake Placid faces. That's what I, I don't know what Lake Placid. I was just pictured as like a pristine lake. Like they just have like that. Uh, I don't know what it is. <coughs> that <coughs> shiny face. All these shiny face people with their big eyes. I don't know what the, f- they're, they're almost like a new race of people. Um, I don't know. I don't know. They're just, they're fucking bizarre people. And I, I really look at it like a weakness. Like when I see somebody, uh, but I'm probably wrong because you know what? I'm, I'm really starting to think, you know, my whole idea, like, you know, the way I bitch about the NFL and the prevent defense and how they don't kick field goals and all of that type of shit. You know, I was watching Ohio State and Ohio State was playing conservatively and they punted the ball away when I thought they should have. And then Michigan went for a field goal when I didn't think they should have. Uh, They ended up missing the field goal. And I was like, oh, my God, you're only up by fucking 10 points. They're going to go down or seven points. They're going to score a touchdown here. It didn't work against them. I think I was watching the Lions game. There was some game I was watching a pro game on Thanksgiving. And everything that I was saying, they didn't do. And they ended up scoring and they were right. So... I don't know. I guess it's kind of like I have to accept the fact that, uh, you know, everybody in the NBA is just going to be shooting three-pointers, which is, I don't know, I find it mind-numbingly boring. Um, And then when I go to a game, I get livid with the fucking asshole who sits in front of me and every single time there's a three-pointer has to hold up three fingers, put their arm up every single fucking, and the fucking team like takes like 53 pointers. It's not special. They're almost taking one a minute. I I don't understand it. Like how come when they take two, you don't, you don't put two fingers up. Just, it's just that dumb shit. You know, like when college football teams or whatever, they started doing the thing where in the fourth quarter, they all just started holding up four fingers. You know what I mean? The football players started doing like the fourth quarter is ours. And then the crowd started doing it as if they were playing, you know, like you ever see like, you know, like when a defensive player, you know, is, is nodding vigorously, like he wants the fucking contact. Have you ever seen some stupid fucking idiot guy in the crowd doing the same thing? Like nodding, like, like, you know, like he's actually down there playing. It's like, you're not doing anything. You're just in the crowd. Um, I don't know. 
Whatever. I'm just getting grumpier every year. What else bothers your grandpa? I'll tell you what bothers me is this week, I just, anything with a lot of points, I just took. I won my bet. I took the Giants with the points. Falcons fucking didn't do anything. And now the Rams are in the process of just fucking shit in the bed. Goddamn cunts. L.A. Rams score. Come on. Come on. Ah, 20 to 3. You fucking. Well, it's 20 to 3. I got 15 and a half points. Oh, but there's a lot of time left. I just figured they're going to just take their foot off the gas and give them a touchdown, and they're just not. Oh, well. You know, what are you going to do? Anyway, um, I don't know if I mentioned this. I did find it fucking, if you just really want to see what I'm talking about when I talk about this phony outrage, um, you know, the New York Times does a piece on how gambling has become, sports gambling has become legal. Okay? And like anything, if you don't fucking, you know, watch yourself, it could ruin your life. So they want to say how fucking bad this is. So the fact that the big four now allowed you to gamble, I think at the stadium, in all of those fucking sports, the New York Times decides that they're going to write a piece about it. And who do they go after? Do they go after the leagues? You know, that are now doing this? No, they don't. They go after a guy who runs a sports website. And they make him the bad guy. And you know why that is? You know why that is? Because they're protecting their fucking money. If they really gave a fuck about the average person out there falling into fucking, you know, a tremendous amount of debt through sports gambling, why wouldn't you cut the head off the snake and come at the NFL? They're not going to do it. Because I guarantee you, whoever owns the fucking New York Times, you know, is owned by a conglomerate that owns a bunch of shit and one of them makes money off of one of those four fucking major sports. So instead, they go after the individual. Or it's just the millionth time they've gone after this guy trying to fucking cancel him. It's just, it's such fucking bullshit. They do that shit all the goddamn time. Um, They go after comedians. They don't go after big pharmacy and all of that type of shit. They go after fucking uh, an actor. They'll go after, uh, I don't know, a fucking um, Trump supporters and shit like that. They ne- But they never go after the money, man. They don't go after the fucking money. All right, shut up, Bill. Okay, all right, I'll shut up. Whatever. Um, fucking Rams, can you score a goddamn touchdown, you fucking idiots? Um, all right, let's go to, uh, let's read um, some of the, uh, the advertising here for the week, and then I'll get into some of the questions here. Um, oh, I didn't mention, I've been watching a couple of French shows. I've really been fucking, uh, you know, working on my French. I have a tutor now. And uh, I'm just going to do this shit, man. I think it's, it's really good for your brain. I've been we're playing drums. Playing drums is good for your brain. You know, I've been laying off everything else other than coffee. But the first 10 days of every month, if you haven't been listening, I just detox from everything. So now I'm not guilty that I'm crushing a fucking, you know, cappuccino and a double espresso. It's like back in the day when I used to drink, I'd get a beer and a shot. Like I literally, I do those back to back. 
Then I just drink a bunch of waters or whatever, and I'm fine. And, um, you know, it's my little thing, you know? It's what the fuck I do. My wife gives me a look and just laughs. I'm just like, what? What else do I do? I don't smoke cigars anymore. I don't, I'm like, I don't fuck with weed. Again, this is all I got, all right? I got my little fucking, my little coffee thing here, right? So anyway, I've been watching um, two shows. Uh, somebody told me, uh, oh, Bianca uh, Cristoval, who, by the way, if you live over in England, she's going to be doing some shows over there. And if you run any rooms, man, she's a great comedian. She's looking for some stage time, I believe, the beginning of December. Uh, she told me to watch this show called The Bureau. Um, fucking great, great show. Great acting. Great. Um, it's basically about a guy who works for the uh, French CIA or whatever. He's coming from being undercover. And, um, you know, he ends up catching feelings for some woman and that's making him, you know, behave in a certain way that could be a fucking issue. That's great. And then I went back to the agency, which at first they were speaking too quickly, but now it's not as bad. And I feel like the agency that they're younger people, so they're kind of talking the way I would hear French people talking when I go over there again the next time. But, um... I don't know. I'm really like fucking locked in on this shit, man. Like I do the, that, that Pimsler French. Uh, I write out all the stuff. And then I, after I'm done writing it out at the end of the lesson, I put it on like flashcards. I've been working on that. Now I got a tutor. So who knows, man? I might be old Billy bilingual, you know? I think, think it's going to take about 18 months. So whatever. I'm just going to keep doing it and see what happens. But check out the Bureau. That's on uh, Amazon. And the agency, I think, is on... Netflix? That might be on Amazon too. I'm not sure. All right. <clears throat> okay, fight camp. Uh, a fitter, happier you is worth fighting for. Getting stronger is hard work, but it doesn't mean it can't be fun. Fight camp blurs the lines between fitness and gaming. Uh, are you looking for on? What? Are you looking for on? Anyway, I, I think I'm missing part of this copy here. Fight Camp brings the best workout in the world into your home and makes it fun. Explore thousands of workouts led by expert trainers that meet you on your time. Live punch stats motivate you to push harder and help you map out your progress. Knock out achievements or go, go head-to-head against other rivals from across the country or across the living room. Learn the basics and sharpen your skills over time through tailored paths. Okay, it's safe. Fight Club workouts are led by trainers with over 90 years of combined training experience. They'll break down every punch and ensure you use proper form so you can learn to box safely. Family workouts. You can even get the whole family involved. Fight Camp is one of the only home workouts that is safe for kids to do because there are no heavy weights or spinning wheels. It's an amazing way for them to get their energy out, learn something new, and share an experience with the whole family. Join the biggest boxing community in the world without leaving your home with Fight Camp. You can get started with Fight Camp for as low as $9 a month by going to fightcamp.com slash burr. Go to fightcamp.com slash burr to learn more. I mean, come on, man. Boxing is one of the greatest workouts ever. You get in the best shape of your fucking life. You look like a badass, and it's just a workout, so you don't got to get your brains knocked around. It's kind of perfect. Um, auto frame. Uh, do you take a million photos 
only to let them sit on your phone or get lost in your file? Yeah, I do. Uh, us too. What if you could put all of your photos from random camera roll pics to the high-res wedding album onto one gorgeous frame? You can with Aura Frames. Talk about the struggle of containing all your digital content photos. Well, I don't get how, you know, you get a new phone and then the one you took with the old phone, all of a sudden, you know, a, f a picture from five years ago looks like it was 50 years ago. I want somebody to come up with a fucking app that fixes that. Um, was that on brand? Uh, simply connect your Aura Frame, A-U-R-A, frame to, to Wi-Fi to wi and use the free Aura app to add endless pictures and videos from anywhere in the world. Invite friends and family on the app and have them comment, heart, and send new photos to your frame. It's like a real-life social network that brings you and your loved ones joy every single day. <coughs> Auto Frame makes easy, meaningful holiday gifts, especially for the hard-to-shop folks in your life. Preload with favorite photos and even a personalized video message. And no need to wrap because every box is ready to gift. Right now, listeners um, can take advantage of Aura's Cyber Monday sale and get $50 off their best-selling Carver matte frames. Just go to AuraFrames.com slash Burr. That's A-U-R-A frames.com slash Burr. These are Aura's lowest prices ever. So get yours now before they sell out. And if you miss this sale, there will be deals through the end of the year. Terms and conditions apply. All right. Roman. Do you want a better sex life? If so, you're not alone, but Roman is here to help. Roman is the digital health clinic for men, addressing a variety of sexual health needs and offering genuine medication that helps achieve and maintain a strong erection. A strong erection, not that one that's fucking half in the game, you know, got a big contract, doesn't give a shit anymore. Uh, Roman offers discreet wipes that help you last four times longer in bed. In men with low T, low testosterone, uh, getting testosterone levels back to normal can help increase your libido. Uh, Roman offers a testosterone test, which includes lab processing, and if it's appropriate to you, treatment for low testosterone. At Roman, there are no waiting rooms and no hassle, man. It's just a straightforward digital experience from the comfort of home. If medication or testing is appropriate, Roman will send it directly right to your door. Everything arrives in discreet packaging with free two-day shipping. To learn more about how you can achieve your personal sexual health goals, goals go to ro.com co slash burr today to get 20% off your entire first order. That's ro.co, romeooscar.charlieoscar slash burr, T-E-A. Uh, all right. Oh, no, no, no. Dot slash burr. That's it. <coughs> T is the fucking name of this thing. It's, it's ro.co slash burr. Sorry, when I copied and pasted the, uh, the first um, subject, T. Um, this is somebody that's going to give me shit about drinking coffee. You guys are so judgmental. Um, T, Dear Billy Coffee Queen, I'm a tea fanatic. I never got into tea. You know? It's like CBD of coffee. I buy loose leaf tea and steep it in a steel steeping ball. Is this fucking Dr. Seuss right in? I buy loose leaf tea and steep it in a steel steeping ball. Would you, could you in a steeping steepy ball? I would not, could not in a steepy steel steeping ball. 
You can get them cheap anywhere. I think you might like the tea world if you get sick of coffee. Oh, all right. Well, that's right. I did say I was sick of it. Um, and then I, yeah, I took a few weeks off and then I came back. There are a lot of different types of tea you can order from around the world, and most are better than store-bought bags. Uh, not that store-bought tea is bad, just that you can level up a bit from there. All right, well, I'm, I'm interested. Coffee and tea is like the difference between smoking a cigar and a pipe, I feel. Like I feel like uh, pipe smokers get all that different flavored tobacco and all that. Um, it seems cool. Anyway... Also, brewing your own iced tea is, a, is great when you get into flavors and varieties you like. Spiced teas are good for the holidays. All right. My wife likes tea. I don't know. There's something about it. It seems really effeminate to drink tea. Um, I don't know. Maybe I'm not secure enough in my manhood to start drinking tea. Do I got to stick my finger out when I do it? Um, I'll try it. All right. Can you give me some suggestions? Um, anyway, you need protein. Oh, I like this fucking person. Okay, here we go. Now what am I doing wrong? I need protein. How the fuck do you know what I need? Um, all right. Let's take a swig of water here. Or I wait to fucking hear what this person is. You need protein. Dear Billy Burr, longtime fan, recently started binging your podcast. Funny guy. Love it when Nia's on. You two are hilarious. I love it when Nia's on. She's a busy little so-and-so. Um, I wish she was on here more. Um, I heard you talk recently about your breakfast and getting into shape and whatnot. An espresso and an orange? Really? Yeah, really. I'm on the fucking road, you asshole. And I'm playing all these fucking middle of fucking nowhere towns. They don't have healthy food. But by all means, you fucking judge me. Um, do you realize that as a man in his 50s, which I am as well, that you need at least 1.6 grams of protein per kilo of body weight to ensure you maintain proper muscle density? Let me ask you this. Do you know that? You don't know that. You just read that and now you're puking it back to me. One kilo equals 2.2 pounds. So that would be roughly 0.7 ounces per pound for you Americans down there. I weigh about 185 pounds, so I need about 130 grams max of protein per day. Sounds nuts, but that's that. Even if you hit 70%, it's better than most. Lean meats are great, like chicken, fish, and turkey. Oh, are those great? How do you know they're great? What do you even know? You don't even know what the fuck is in what you're eating. Neither. Well, maybe you do in Canada. I don't down here. Sir, I live in the United States of America. Our food is fucking poison. The FDA was infiltrated by everyone that it was supposed to be watching. And they just pass it. They, they feed cows to cows. There's fucking man-made salmon sitting in fucking maggots or whatever the hell. I don't even know what I'm eating. And if you can somehow go online and sift through all the misinformation about what the fuck you need and what you don't need, you're a better person than me. All right, but I don't need you browbeating me. The fact that I'm on the fucking road and I don't go downstairs to a fucking waffle maker every morning for the continental breakfast. All right? There is something to be said, too, about giving your digestive system a little fucking break. You know, I eat a nice light breakfast. You don't know what I eat the rest of the day. I eat a lot of salads when I'm out there. I'm doing all right, okay? 
Jesus Christ, I'm fucking halfway through my 50s. I'm on my way to my 60s. I'm still not a fat fuck. I think I know what I'm doing. You know, but you read a bunch. You read like 1.6 grams of fucking good, good, good. Are you a personal trainer? Anyway, you get exactly zero protein with your current breakfast. And it's the most important meal of the day, said just about everyone ever. Oh, Jesus Christ. I'm not listening to it. A protein shake for breakfast would do you well. Simple and easy. How do you know? How do you eat a protein shake? Oh, that little fucking scoop of chemicals? What? What is that? What the fuck is that? What is it? Have you ever looked on the back of that half of the shit in GNC? I can't pronounce any of it. I've seen absolutely jacked, shredded people on the internet that are vegetarians. And they say they get all their protein out of fucking plants, okay? And then you go on the internet and it says the exact opposite. So I don't know what to think. All I know (coughs) is eating a Grand Slam fucking breakfast and bacon and all of that shit, you know? I don't know. Everybody, I, I, like, I have friends that ate like that and are dead now. All right? So I, I like a nice little light breakfast, you know? No sugar, no salt. It doesn't get me freaked out either fucking way. You know? I like the caffeine. It's sort of, a, a, you know, it doesn't fucking make me crave other things. And then around lunchtime, I have a nice big salad. With a protein, I think I'm all right. You know, I actually, you know, I'm in really good shape. Okay, I mean, I haven't worked out the last three weeks, but, you know, I was up to like doing like a fucking two and a half minute plank at 54 and a half fucking years of age. You find me another 54 year old, the average 54 year old, they're not doing that shit. All right. Fucking sitting here judging my goddamn breakfast. Unbelievable. Keep them laughing and eat a chicken breast, for God's sake. Why don't you look up what the fuck... The chickens down here, they don't have beaks, and they pump the chicken breast full of fucking steroids. They can't even stand up. They do face plants, living in their own shit. I mean, that's the average chicken down here. Um, I don't know. I like eating veggie. I really do. If you can get it organic and that type of stuff... After you're done eating that, you don't feel full. You're hungry like two hours later because your body's able to digest it easily and you, you fucking, you got this crazy energy. You know, I don't know. Like, I'm always going to still eat steak and that type of stuff. But I'll tell you this, if I was like fucking 60% veg, uh, vegan or whatever, you know, those fucking people live forever. And uh, I don't know. <coughs> I don't know. I don't know. But I I will tell you this. I appreciate it. I know that that was coming from a good place. But like, I'm not going to just take random nutritional fucking uh, advice. Like, I don't even know what the what the fuck you do for a living. Do you realize that as a man in his 50s that you need at least like what? what Where did you get that information? What the fuck? All of these fucking guys now. I don't know. Like like my whole generation now. I'm, I'm, you know, I've been doing a bit about this. I see these guys, like, they're taking before and after fucking photos uh, uh, 
of them like having a dad bod and then they're shredded in their 50s. It's like, dude, you're on steroids. You're on HGH. There's no way to do that at my age naturally. And it's okay. Like, what are you trying? I don't understand what exact, what the fuck are you trying to do? You know? You're going to go out there and try to bang a 25-year-old? You know, I talked to a 25-year-old. I talked to a 30-year-old. They sound like a fucking child. I don't understand. These people are fucking weirdos, man. I think they're fucking weirdos. You know? Just fucking eat healthy. Keep your fucking shirt on. You're old. No one wants to see that. Okay? Go get yourself a fucking sport coat and act your goddamn age. (laughs) Fucking 55 years old trying to look like a backup dancer in the 80s. Um, Anyway, um, Night Sky ads. Hey, Billy Twinkle Dick. (laughs) (laughs) (coughs) Oh, sorry. Oh, my God. I love that. Um, hey, Billy Twinkle Dick, uh, I've maintained that looking up is the only direction that doesn't have any distractions. Uh, well, that might be out of the cards soon, too. I saw an article about speculative business pro- to project ads onto the night sky in certain areas of the city. Are you kidding me? Like, what? What? I'm fucking, but like the, the fucking chasing of a dollar that these fucking people do. I swear to God, man, at some point there's going to be a revolution. And I think everybody, like every fucking sociopath, money-driven fucking lunatic that works for a corporation should be dragged out, lined up in front of a mass grave and just shot. And we should just fucking start over again. Like this whole fucking mentality that there's just, you can never make enough money. It's never enough. You can never have enough stuff. You know, that whole fucking idea of just fucking work and work and work and work and work so you can have a bunch of fucking stuff is so stupid. Can you imagine the soulless people that sat in a fucking room and came up with that idea to just project ads? Now people can't even enjoy like a fucking... You already can't see the stars because of the glow of the city and now you're going to fucking put ads up there? Um, and I'll tell you this, nobody wants that. Nobody wants that, but all of the politicians are grossly underpaid and the ad revenue people are just going to grease their fucking palms and they'll say, how, oh, this is going to be great. It'll raise a lot of tax revenue and da-da-da-da-da. And they'll just ignore the fact that the reason we have to keep selling our souls is because we're all under the thumb of the fucking Ponzi scheme that is our fucking economy. It's just like, and they just never address it. They just keep playing the fucking game. Anyway, instead of seeing the naked sky, you'd see an advertisement for Coke Aren't they selling enough Coke? Who doesn't like Coke? A giant bottle pouring in the sky. It's pretty fucked up. Maybe once a year for Christmas or the 4th. Otherwise, fuck that. Yeah, I remember when they first started having TV screens in fucking taxi cabs. 
And everyone in New York was like, we don't want this. They were fucking stabbing them and that shit. They went away and then they came back like a year later and now they're just there. There's gas stations out here where you're pumping gas and they just blast this fucking, they just attack you with this fucking advertising. It's just fucking, it's like there's no like peace. Um, I'm telling you, like they're they're really gonna they're really fucking with people. Um, people need solitude. They need quiet. They need a time to reflect. And this whole fucking thing of these corporate lunatics that they're just gonna barrage, you know, you with this advertising, and you're gonna listen to it whether you fucking like it or not. Is I don't know. There's gonna be a breaking point to this. I hope. Um, I mean, I find like I can't even go to a fucking NFL game anymore. Like just the the fucking the just the sheer volume, and it's not even the crowd. The crowd, they just got these fucking speakers, and like, who is this fucking idiot asking me if I'm ready every fucking five seconds? Are you ready? And then they just, they pump crowd noise in over the crowds just sitting there, not doing anything. It's fucking bizarre. I know, I know. This, this podcast eventually is just going to be, be me complaining about every fucking thing that has changed since I was a kid. Anyway, girl says I should know how to please her. Uh, hey, Bill, been seeing this girl for a few months now. I'll skip to the nuts and beans of the story. During a conversation about sex, not during sex, I asked her a basic question about what she likes during sex. A conversation she initiated, I'll add. She got annoyed and said I should know what she likes during sex. I was speechless and the conversation changed. I spent days thinking about this. Is she, she's out of her mind, right? Yes. She is out of her mind. Um, I don't think she's out of her mind. She might not be comfortable with saying, you know what she wants um but that that i find that is uh females have that thing like you know when they get mad at you but they don't you don't even know they're mad at you and then they get mad because you don't notice that they're mad and it's like well why didn't you say something it's like you know you didn't notice i i was sitting there with my fucking you know looking out the window it's like i thought you were looking out the window Listen, here's something. You don't have to put up with that shit. You don't have to get in an argument with her. Okay? You don't have to be fucking mean about it. I would just be like, you know, I would, you know, have the conversation again. Just, just, I would revisit, just say, listen, you know, I only brought that up, or you brought it up actually, but like, I'm just interested because. I care about you and I want you to be enjoying having sex with me. But um, I don't know if you noticed, I don't work at a carnival as a mind reader. So, I mean, don't say shit like that. You know what I mean? I don't know how old you guys are. Um, But like, that's... (coughs) I don't know. I'm guessing she's more uncomfortable about talking about it. But if she's just like... But if that's like her attitude in general that you should just know and you should like figure it out, like 
um, she's this giant mystery and fascinating person. Like I can tell you that uh, personally, that would get old quick for me. Uh, that's not an adult. An adult like communicates and, uh, you know, like me, you know, <laughs> how good I am at communicating, you know, screaming and yelling and having murder fantasies, um, murderous fantasies, I should say. All right. Deleted all my apps. Hey, Bill, I deleted all the social media apps off my phone. I only use it for email, phone and text. It's a different world, Bill. I still use it for music, but no YouTube. That's amazing. Um, my job doesn't require me to get more than five or six emails a month, so I don't need to monitor that as well. I'm two months sober. I'm sharing this because you've talked about how addicted they are. Have you tried this? One of the tricks is to always have a book with you. I've read three books since the start of October. If I go to reach for my phone, I reach for the book. It becomes an addictive escape. Well, Jesus Christ, a light at the end of the tunnel. That was amazing. Well, if I wasn't in the business that I'm in, uh, I don't. I wouldn't be on social media. Um, I think I would still be on YouTube, and then I'm I'm on every streaming platform to watch movies. I'm sort of addicted. I like watching movies about cars or that have cool cars in them, old police cars and shit like that. And, um, you know, that's the genre that I like. I like watching movies from the 1960s and 70s and I just like looking at the cars and, you know, the clothes and the music and the style and all of that shit. That, I don't know why, but... That shit will never get old to me. Um, like, there's a few things that I follow of, like, they'll show shit. Someone will have, like, video of, like, the 101 highway in the 70s. And I just look at all the cars and I try to name all of them. And then I get fascinated, too, with the mix of cars. You know? Where we tried to do that on F is for Family, where I was just like, okay, this takes place in the early 70s. In the early 70s, every car wasn't from the early 70s because that would mean everybody had the money to buy a new car that year. That's not how it worked. People drove new cars all the way to cars like 10 years old. Um, people in that were in high school in the early 70s maybe even drove a car from the 1950s, which wasn't considered a classic. It was just considered a piece of shit, out-of-style car, um, which is funny because... I follow this thing on Instagram that it's like some like old school muscle cars or something. And it's all like these Polaroid pictures of guys with their modified muscle cars from the 60s that did them in the 70s. Back when they would jack up the back end and put the slicks on the back, you know, more rubber on the road, more traction or whatever. Like they would take them down the drag strip and everything that they were doing to those cars was lessening the value of them, um, which was hilarious because to them, they were just fucking cars that were seven and eight years old. Now they're like classics. So I find that like fascinating. Like, um, um, what's his face? Uh, James Taylor and uh, Dennis Wilson, the drummer for the Beach Boys, did a movie called uh, Tulane Blacktop or something like that. 
And what was funny was the, they were going from town to town and how they were making their money was they were having drag races with people. And the car that they drove around in, I believe, was a 55 Chevy Bel Air. And it was just like primer body, you know, everything just pulled out of it. You know, it's a race car, so any, they don't want to have any extra weight in it. Um, did have a passenger seat in it or whatever. But like, I was looking at the, that thing going like, these guys are just like beating the fuck out of that car. Pulled out the original engine, stuck something else in there. And uh, if they had just left that car all original and hung on to it for a little while, they could have made way more money than they were in that movie, you know, as those characters drag race in the car. So I find all of that shit, like, fascinating. I like being on, like, that part of the internet. But uh, I kind of have to be on social media because of uh, the business I'm in. But I think that's great that you're reading, like, books and stuff like that. That's why I'm kind of, like, you know, I've been taking these drum lessons. I'm going to take this these French lessons, too, because I'm trying to combat... Because I'm 100% addicted to my phone and staring at it. And like, you know, I'll be out with my wife and she'll be like, all right, no phones in the meal. And I just feel myself like, just like not even thinking and just grabbing for my fucking phone. So um, I think that's great that you're doing that. And that's something to aspire to, to be reading more. Um, There's actually a comedian, uh, Todd Parker, that wrote this really fucking good book. Um of course, I can't remember the fucking name of it right now, but he's going to come on the podcast and promote it. But I started reading it. I was really enjoying it when I was on the road. And then I forgot to take it on the road and I kind of got out of that habit of like reading. So I'm going to bring it on the, this next trip that I have. So when Todd comes on the podcast, uh, hilarious comic, by the way. And he actually, the first time I ever did stand up, it was a contest at Nick's Comedy Stop. And he was one of the judges. So he saw me the first time I ever did stand-up. Um, so that's always like a running joke that he didn't vote for me as the best one or whatever. Um, but he's a really just a great guy and a really talented guy. So I'm going to, you know, and it's a fun read. So I should get back into that. So I think that's cool. You know, I'm doing like that 10-day detox from like all like stimulants and everything. Like maybe, uh, you know, I should monitor my uh, social media use or something like that. I have no idea. I don't know. But Instagram's fun, though, because I like looking shit up. Like, I, I'll tell you, the fucking truck I'm in love with right now is the Ford F450 regular cab. You know, the dually with the pickup back end. I mean, that is just the fu- one of the sickest fucking trucks I've ever seen. And, um, you know, it's getting close. My F-250 is going to be here soon, man. I can't believe it. That's going to be great. Uh, cruising around in that fucking thing. Big fucking goofball that I am. Anyway, that's the podcast. Let's check in on the Ram score. Come on, you fucking... Come on, Chiefs. Go into the prevent. Go into the prevent. Take fucking... Take what's-his-face. There you go. There you go. Rams scored a touchdown. Rams scored a touchdown. 729 left. All right. Uh, I don't like that. KC is still going to fucking play. But I feel like at the end of the game, they're going to go into a prevent, and the Rams are going to cover. That's what I think. Let's see. What about my Saints? When the Saints go marching in 
Oh, when them saints go mar- Oh, fuck, they're getting killed. 13 to nothing. I got them getting nine and a half. My theory this week was any spread north of eight and a half, like the odds of the other team covering because they go into the prevent and give the other team a touchdown at the end of the game, which still could happen. <coughs> we shall see. I'm one and one at this point. So I need the Saints to cover nine and a half. And I'm getting like 15 or 15 and a half with the fucking Rams. So right now they're only down by 10. So that's good, right? I'm still uh, still up five and a half. We'll see. All right, that's it, everybody. Um, oh, Billy's back. And he's redder than ever. Uh, go fuck yourselves and I'll check in on you on Thursday.